Crime. Crowds. The way a big city forces girls to grow up too fast strips them of their innocence. It's time for the family to leave London, move somewhere gentler, more benign. They've viewed a number of houses in the last three months. The estate agent's mandate, rural, roomy, a fixer-upper. But not one that Jesse felt could be called home. Until this moment, standing in Applecote Manor on a late January afternoon, feeling like she's being filled up with sunlight. It is in a right state, of course. They couldn't hope of affording a house like this otherwise. Evergreens are packed hard against the orangery's windows, threatening to break them, scatter the wooden window seat with poisonous berries like beads. The stone flags on the floor undulate, rising in the centre of the room as if a creature might be pushing up from the earth. But Jessie is already imagining oranges dangling, blood warm and heavy in the hand, the glass doors flung back to the euphoria of summer, the peal of girls' wild laughter. Her face soft, opening. Jessie tracks the paned glass as it climbs to its geometric peak, a feat of Victorian engineering that promises tangy Mediterranean fruit in the English climate among the woolly pippins. Something about that optimism, control through enclosure, a sort of forced nurturing, whispers in her ear. Isn't she trying to do something similar, only with a family? Jessie glances at Bella, who is slumped on the window seat, pecking out a text on her cell phone. A twist of two long legs and inky hair, her sixteen-year-old stepdaughter is the striking spit of her dead mother, the first Mrs. Tucker. Sensing Jessie's questioning gaze, she lifts her pale, aquiline face, narrows her eyes to glossy, pupil-filled cracks, and answers it with a look of fierce refusal. Jessie's glad Will didn't catch it. That look. Hands stuffed boyishly into his coat pockets, her husband is gazing back into the shadows of the adjoining kitchen with a sweetly furrowed air of recalibration, struggling to square the rural dream, an urban male fantasy of chopping logs, foraging, probably sex outside, with the eerie sound of birds fluttering in cave-like chimneys, the sense of imprisoned, pulpy damp, this terrifying, thrilling isolation. Beneath the shearling of her favourite lambskin jacket, in a 1970s style that suits these rough-hewn surroundings, Jessie's heart quickens. She tucks her autumn red hair repeatedly behind her ears, ordering her thoughts. For she knows there's a huge jump between viewing an old country house on a winter afternoon, filmy silver light filtering through skeletal trees, moody and strange, like something dreamed and the stress of moving hundreds of miles away, shedding their city skins. It would be an act of reckless blind faith, like falling in love with Will had been. But the house simply feels right, as Will did from the start, and on a level that she can't explain, destined to be theirs.'